0: In our ongoing conversation about efforts to fight fraud in the music industry, I wanted to highlight a new distributor who is making the effort to stop fraudulent behavior before it starts by using a protocol borrowed from the financial sector. Welcome to the Future of What. I'm Portia Sabin, president of the Music Business Association. On today's episode, we talked to Gregory Hirschhorn from Too Lost about how they use Know Your Client or KYC compliance technology in their onboarding process. It's all coming up? On the future of what?
1: Can I have a taste of your ice cream?
0: Can I lift the crumbs from your table? Can I interfere in your crisis? No, mind your own business. No, mind your own business. My guest today is Gregory Hirschhorn. He's the CEO and co-founder of the digital music distribution platform To Lost. Gregory, welcome to the future of what?
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So um, quickly, let's just talk briefly about 2Lost. 2Lost is a distro platform. How long have you guys been around?
1: So roughly two years since we launched our public uh, platform.
0: Wow. So you came into a space that already had the TuneCores, the CD Babies, blah, blah, blah. What made you think, oh, this is a great (laughs) business to get into? (laughs)
1: <laughs> so yeah, there's no doubt. There's already a, a bit of existing competition in the space when we entered it. Um, you know, I was running a record label uh, in my previous endeavor before exiting. You know, the said record label, and I had experience using several distribution platforms, and I just felt like there were certain things, necessity items, you know, different uh, you know technologies that could be improved, and when I decided to kind of build, you know, too lost with my co-founders. I think we just set out to build a platform that, you know, we as previous record label representatives would, uh, you know, appreciate using versus the, again, existing competition in the space. And that's not to belittle any of the other uh, parties, you know, doing a similar business model in our space. I think there's plenty of uh, market and opportunity for people to kind of choose their preference of solution.
0: Absolutely. No doubt. Well, what I'm talking to you about today is something that's really top of mind in the industry in general, which is fraud, especially on streaming platforms in, in the world of streaming, but really fraud in general. You know, there's a lot of, of ways that scammers are using to, you know, hijack other people's revenue streams, you know, create new rev- revenue streams for themselves. And something that I thought was real interesting was there was a an article in one of the publications, one of the uh, music dailies about you guys using a specific tool to combat fraud. And so I'm, I'm really interested in that. I wanted to, to talk to you about that. Since you're only two years old, it's kind of a, a perfect time for you guys to be sort of trying to nip this issue in the bud. No,
1: absolutely. And and again, like any industry, there's always going to be bad players, uh, people trying to exercise bad practices, such as, you know, streaming fraud in the music business. I'm sure there's other fraudulent behaviors happening that we've either identified or haven't even identified yet. But, you know, as we entered the space, I think, you know, we had a lot more additional scrutiny that existing maybe parties didn't necessarily have towards them, you know, how is this company going to uh, be able to manage a competitive volume, you know, this company being too lost, you know, versus other companies had established catalog, you know, there are parameters and stores and services set up that, uh, you know, exclude, uh, well, there's just, there's some, there's some minimum and maximum kind of expectations around fraud uh, with a volume business, right? And I think our goal was to, you know, introduce some additional security measures to ensure that when we entered the space that our, you know, B2B parties, the clients that, you know, such as, and relationships we have with the companies like Spotify and Apple Music, you know, that that they could see uh, right off the bat, you know, that we're aware of the issue and we're very certain that we can implement technologies to combat the issue and prevent, you know, fraud uh, in the space as much as possible. Something that I do think a lot of other distributing, you know, companies that distribute music uh, should include in their, uh, you know, KYC measures and their, you know, onboarding processes. That I think a lot of them have been starting. <laughs> Hopefully, my article you know, was noticed by some of them as well, and uh, I have heard from some uh, CEOs of other distribution companies that've reached out, you know, that they are looking to introduce these types of measures into their onboarding processes. But yeah, that was just again because we're newer in the space and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, eyes on us, you know. I wanted to make sure we were, you know, prioritizing, you know, the uh, our attempts to uh, combat fraud.
0: So, you mentioned KYC. That's short for know your client, which is I believe a compliance technology that was started by the financial services industry. Yes. Yeah. So the idea behind KYC is that you get, in other words, you know who you're dealing with up front. And that, of course, has been one of the problems for independent distributors is is that, you know, anyone can upload.
1: Yeah, I think that's honestly the biggest issue. You know, you look at platforms like Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter, and you, you can kind of create this anonymous presence. And it's not really, you know... Not on a large scale, that much of an issue. If you want to kind of have this anonymous presence, the difference with music distribution and why we can't treat them, you know, one and the same is you know, with a, with a you know a UGC platform is you are selling and monetizing you know content, and that content is protected under copyright law, and there's a lot of. You know, transactional behaviors that are occurring on that platform that include again the exchange of monetary, you know, exchange of money. You know, there's royalties being generated, there's payments being rendered, there's a lot of different parties involved, plenty of different, you know, taxable entities, 1099s being issued. You know, so this is a real, you know, e-commerce, a real exchange of revenues that you know does require a much deeper KYC than again a, a general, you know, social media service, so to speak. And I think a lot of the distributors out there. And I think it was more so to, you know, introduce this kind of ease of technology and, you know, kind of treat it like this new emerging technology that was like, you know, exciting and easy to access and upload just like an Instagram photo, you know, have kind of, you know, eliminated that KYC process that typically exists in a lot of, you know, Almost accidentally in the music world, right? Record labels are signing acts. They're wine and dining them. They're bringing them to events. They're bringing them to the office to sign a con- They know who they're signing, right? But if you have a distribution platform where anyone can distribute, you know, music, um, and the goal is unlimited and everywhere, and you know, you can kind of, you know, you know. Distribute unlimited works at your leisure. You do need to include a much more robust KYC process. At the same time, there's the balance, right? You know, we introduced it with the intent that you know we'd have a better understanding of who is coming onto the platform. At the same time, we're at a competitive disadvantage now, right? There's a lot of parties that it you know, might be well intentioned, uh, but maybe don't want to include their their ID in their onboarding pro, uh, you know process, and ultimately want to kind of remain somewhat anonymous. And then you know they're going to go to another distribution. company that maybe doesn't include that that process in their their onboarding. Our, we, we consider that you know a loss of business that we're just expecting and have to kind of own up to the fact that you know it's it's going to better protect our catalog in the long run. But like you know I, I do think it's something that um, you know every distribution company should adopt is these KYC processes. and it doesn't have to be as deep as having a, a, a you know conversation with said client. But there's plenty of automation and technologies that exist that you can easily integrate into your service offering that kind of complement the necessary requirements for what, you know, a financial industry would consider again like the KYC process.
0: It's interesting. It sounds like, I mean, just thinking about this as how to run a business, how much of your time, you know, or your staff's time would you say has to be devoted to that portion of this of this part of the industry because I think like you said, you know, in the early days it was more like everyone was trying to get user adoption of the technology it's like people wanted to make it easy so that people could upload their music and then of course the ease of uploading became the, one of the biggest problems because now you know the veracity of people's identity is not always there um and then you are saying that you guys are a little bit maybe at a disadvantage because you're actually having you know more robust verification technology in place but i also think that it's an education question because I think the more the industry talks about this, the more it gets out there. I think the more people are going to want to to do this upfront because then they know they're actually going to get their money as opposed to having that money go somewhere else.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I, I can't necessarily put a number on exactly how much. Money, I, I could, but not in this conversation. How much money we've you know put towards this technology and how much time and resource. But you know, ultimately the onboarding process on the user end takes about six seconds to verify your ID and to, you know, again complement those necessary onboarding requirements. Six seconds. And that, that automation is completely headless. You know, we don't have any uh, staff necessarily reviewing this information. It's completely done through automation and verification of matching you know known global databases of IDs and, you know, identity measures. Um, You know, there is the consistent and I think majority of leading distributors implement this and they just do a good job of making sure it's as easy and efficient as possible is is the constant review of new content being distributed post-onboarding, right? So once that client, that artist, that label, that studio, that brand onboards onto 2LOST, They've already completed now the basic KYC you know, endeavor, which is again scanning the ID, you know, implementing some just like you know confirmations uh, on the back end of their of their you know, personal information or business information. Then when they distribute new content, that content goes through a quality control process. You know, we'll scan the audio against a global rights database of uh, you know millions and millions of works that have been previously released. Uh, we partner with different technology providers and that, you know, ACR Cloud is a great one, Audible Magic, these are all great companies that have very affordable plans that are scalable and, you know, complement our business. Then, you know, we have, you know, cover arts being scanned against different, you know, providers, you know, Google Images, APIs, and different things like that. All the different kind of creative assets and metadata goes and matches against known databases. Again, this is completely automated and doesn't really take much bandwidth or processing power, and is extremely—I wouldn't say easy to implement, but it, it's very doable and, and very manageable with our, you know, very uh, low-priced, you know, an affordable solution. It's important to keep all those things in mind. You know, obviously, our space is, you know, a very low-cost volume business, and you know, implementing new technologies that are expensive could be something that's harder for certain companies. So that was all things we kept in mind. But again, all very manageable. The one thing that does require our personnel to. Kind of intervene is when uh, we do have this kind of risk uh, internal kind of calculator that uh, when it maxes a certain threshold of like of potential risk, it does get flagged and then sent over to our internal review team that does manage the final review kind of compliance checkoff list for that content. And that that is less than 10% of the content on the platform, extremely manageable. We hope to bring that down because obviously every day our you know our our new content and our new volume is increasing. You know, we're probably distributing anywhere from you know six to ten thousand new songs now every single day on our platform. And I'm sure other distributors have you know similar similar amounts. Um, so it's a lot of content to be reviewing. But again it doesn't take much time whatsoever. But Again, this this all said, it, you know, it is a lot of resources we're pouring into making sure this process is as robust and comprehensive as possible. But I think in the long run, it's a very necessary investment into our into our product, into our relationships with companies like Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. You know, these are you know companies that I do think are increasing their preventive measures as well on fraud and are going to start penalizing. Rights holders, uh, they already have. You know, I've I've heard things that they've been starting to implement in different uh, capacities, and I just think it's it's the best method to ensure again, and, you know robust compliance but also a good user experience for the client. Like you said, I want to make sure our clients get paid every month. I want to make sure that they're not uh, subject to lower royalty rates due to other parties on the platform that are screwing up, so to speak, the entire aggregated catalog uh, with the stores and services, which is a real thing. You know, you're, you're, if you're penalized as a provider, every uh, you know, piece of content, every corresponding client would be affected as well. So it's really important for the client that, you Know, their their distributors ultimately implementing these measures because it will protect them and and us, uh, you know, in the long run.
0: Absolutely. So you uh, the industry as a whole is really starting to take this seriously, and and one of the signs of that is the new music fights fraud initiative. And I wondered if if that's something that TULAS thinks that you guys are going to get involved with, or or is that something? You know, what are your thoughts about that?
1: So I actually spoke. Uh pretty extensively with uh, with Jorge, CEO of Symphonic, about this. You know, we we submitted our interest, I had spoken to him briefly about our idea of kind of creating our own, before this was announced, collective on uh, working with other distributors and DSPs to coordinate kind of a combative Preventive measure together. Um, I saw this announcement, was super excited to see that other, you know, kind of uh, related companies were, were starting to take this very seriously as well. So we're absolutely aligned with it. I'm still working with the guys at Ritz Symphonic and some other parties that are part of the uh, Music Fights Fraud Initiative to better understand how two loss can be best aligned. But yes, I have every intention of joining any initiatives that align with our vision of uh, combating fraud, but ultimately also are looking to better improve the entire uh, industry.
0: Absolutely. I think this is going to be a problem that takes the whole industry working together to to minimize to a, a level that we're not, you know, bleeding money out the way that we have been for the last few years. So anything we can do to work together, I think. Is no, absolutely. Great. Well, Gregory Hershorn is the CEO and co-founder of Two Lost. Thank you so much for being with me today on The Future of What? Thank you for having me. And that's our show. Our theme song is Mind Your Own Business by The Delta Five and is played by Permission. Subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Today's show was engineered by Clark Buckner at Relationary Marketing in Nashville and was produced by Dana Rogers and Henrik Bick. I'm Portia Sabin, president of the Music Business Association. See you next time. Can
1: I have a taste of your ice cream?